Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Power of Practice podcast. Are you a critic, dreamer, or realist? Welcome to the Power of Practice podcast with Matthew Tweedy. Discover how to leverage the potential of your unconscious mind so you can create an abundant and empowered existence. Here's your host, Matthew Tweedy. Hi there and welcome back. Thanks for joining me again. Now, this is a little bit different today because, well, we're going to sort ourselves into some categories. I'm going to pre-frame this by saying nothing's fixed. People are not their behaviors and you can change rapidly and easily. Sometimes changing really requires us knowing that there's something to change. Picking up on frames, pre-framing, reframing, all those wonderful things that I touched on in the previous episode. Because understanding where we're coming from, the lens that we're viewing reality from, highly valuable. I can really point us right back to the title of the episode. Are you a critic, dreamer, or realist? Now, I would suggest that on the surface, some might seem more appealing compared to others, though I'm going to let you know there's a benefit to all of these. They all have their place. It's like anything, right? If we're shooting for balance, we don't want to be leaning too far in one direction. Critic, dreamer, or realist. So I'll I'll actually refer back to the metaphor from the previous episode because I think it ties in really nicely and the theme makes a lot of sense. And again, I'll credit Robert Diltz and the book Slide of Mouth, because it really provided a lot, of, a lot of inspiration for this episode. Now, if you remember back, or if you haven't listened yet, the episode was really about, other than pre-framing, I spoke about, um, you know, the 16-year-old lad who had actually gotten fed up with his father because dad always, you know, trod all over his dreams. Now, the reframe being that, you know, wouldn't, isn't it interesting that, isn't it exciting, isn't it wonderful that your dad cares about you that much? And, you know, I don't know a lot of people who have fathers that care about them that much. And that's the reframe, because now what we're doing is we're changing, we're changing our perspective it's the same information, isn't it? I mean, dad hasn't changed what he was doing, but all of a sudden we've uncovered information that we didn't previously consider 
And as we consider that, maybe our perspective can change a little bit. There's always room for a change of perspective. Of course, balancing that with our boundaries is another part of the uh, great work, part of navigating through. So without digressing too much, this coach kind of alliterated, illustrated the differences between a critic, a dreamer, and a realist, and the fact that, well, all of these ways of thinking are extremely necessary. They're highly important in different contexts. Now, dreamers. Dreamers, well, we certainly need dreamers in this world. And in fact, when, when we've got flexibility in our ability to communicate, flexibility in our ability to plan and design, well, what a gift. I know in the, you know, here in Australia, uh, being, being an Aussie and growing up in South Australia, my ability to be a dreamer, probably far greater than my parents that are from South Africa, simply because, well, there are a different set of rules over there. So changes how you think, changes the frame, change the frame, change what you see, change what you see, change what you create. And it's always going to be important to have dreamers. From time to time, I certainly consider myself to be one. But if we dream too much, well, not much gets done. So reining it in, keeping that in balance is highly important. Moving on to critics. Who's your biggest critic? Is it you? Uh, from time to time, a critic needs to be tempered, balanced out also. The critic is actually crucial to the the entire picture when it comes to when one is becoming too dreamy. If you had a meeting with a room full of dreamers and no critics, they would not be carefully considering pitfalls or risk in any endeavor. Of course, critics that are a little bit too heavy handed could bruise up those dreamers and uh, that wouldn't be very nice. I really want to illustrate the importance of dreamers and critics. And the fact that I can personally resonate with being full of wonderful ideas, you know, whether it's a new exercise idea or uh, 
maybe some kind of different direction for my, my business to go, how I can reach more people or, you know, just a new way to do things. And in a healthy manner, my partner, she balances me in that regard. Voice of reason, you might say. So much benefit in the right kind of criticism. You might hear it as constructive criticism, right? And then realists. Where do they fit in? In a sense, in my opinion anyway, they're somewhere in between. If you think of something in perfect balance, for instance, the, you know, from uh, Eastern philosophy, the yin and the yang, it's that common surface in between, that balanced element. If we looked at a, a dreamer being that element of water and a critic being a, an element of fire, then a realist would be air in between, perhaps. Making sure one doesn't fizzle the other out that common surface, that air pocket, that insulation gap. And isn't it funny because from time to time you might have seen it, quote unquote realists that are hypercritical. So perhaps they're just leaning one way a little bit more than the other. And then some realists that are extremely dreamy. Recognizing where we are at through awareness can assist us to be highly productive and again, make those constructive rather than destructive decisions from moment to moment. If you are ever faced with someone that's hypercritical, uh, questions that, that a critic might be, well, well, statements that a critic might be uh, making, uh, that's, you know, this is a waste of time or that's going to cost too much, or we're going to, you know, not make budget doing that. There's no way we'll ever make our budget doing that. For instance, we can assist them to become more realistic or, dare I say, step into that slightly more dreamy zone by asking them questions like what would be a better what would be a more effective use of energy or resources so this ends up allowing us to move into that solution frame often people that are in a problem frame they are you guessed it. Highly critical. They're running a critic filter coming from a problem frame. Great at finding, you know, pitfalls in a plan, which can be really, like I said, actually they're, 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 they're imperative. I mean, if you 
you're going on a camping trip, you better want to ensure you've insulated yourself from potential pitfalls. Then again, if you're too focused on these, ooh, might not be a great trip. <laughs> might not get very far. Might not leave your car. Trust this makes sense. So start to notice and pay attention. If you do catch someone that you feel is hypercritical, you can start to use that language and, and, and ask them what do they want instead or kind of use that mirror image, you know, rather than this is a waste of time. When that statement is made, in the nicest way possible, what would you, what do you think would be a, a more effective use of time? You know, how, how could we maximize this time together, this communication, this meeting? to enable us to get that outcome that we both want. Notice the difference. It can be tricky, I know, because sometimes if someone said something like that to me, I might get bruised. So, you know, be mindful, catch it, notice it. And stay buoyant so you can do a little bit of that linguistic jujitsu. Matthew Tweedy Hypnosis website, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, The Power of Practice podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. Follow, subscribe, rate, review, make the time. I'm not waiting for you to do that now. Uh, just a gentle suggestion. It'll help a lot. Matthew Tweedy saying, ciao for now. Keep growing and evolving. <laughs>